guys, my name is Caitlin, and I play Quill Scratch in the Party and Balance podcast. Welcome to episode 15. Thank you, Tabletop Audio, for the background music and ambient noise, and Rysik Art for the awesome art on the Facebook channel. Let's get into the episode. Good job, team. Okay. Honestly, I think that's the hardest part. No, the hardest part is Loudon giving the recap every time. You right. Yeah, the hardest part is that. Because A is not scripted, and B has to wait for people to stop talking over me. Alyssa. Hey! That wasn't me! It was you. I was definitely going to say Caitlin. No, that was Caitlin. No, Caitlin was talking over me when I was complaining. Alyssa was talking over me when I started. I said okay to start it, and she immediately spoke, and I was just like, Brown. On my end, I talked first and then you started talking. It's just lag. Okay. Uh, where last we left off, the party had been sent north to the city of Lakeville to retrieve an artifact for the Church of Hyote, Goddess of Life, in return for the, re- for the return to life of Auric Underbow. On, the tr- on their travels, the party encountered a pair of Etten, two-headed giants that had been robbing travelers on the mountain paths. They uh, retrieved a significant number of uh, gold pieces from their bodies and continued on. After a few more days of travel, the party on the grasslands near Halftown, a city to stop on the way, they found a group of three hellhounds, which attacked and nearly killed Quillscratch and Eos. However, the party was able to save their lives and prevail, killing the hellhounds, and in the ashes of one, found a half-melted holy symbol that they could not identify. And after that, the party found their way to the gates of Halftown, which is where we will begin today. Home sweet home. Yep. The boys are back home. in town. I want to go home. That was a halfway okay re- recap. I should really start writing these down. <laughs> um, improv best prop, though. Improv is best if I can prop. improv the full campaign, then I can improv the intro. <laughs> oh, God. That's how you, like, that's where you all the good, like, it. lines come from is when you're just, like, throwing <laughs> things out there randomly, just hoping for the best. Exactly. I don't know if like Ooh. it's where all of the good lines come from, but it's where a surprising oh, amount of them come from. Oh, it is where all of them come from. Nope, all of them come from. It's the, where most of one. the funniest lines come from improv. The problem is when your DM is improving because that my job is literally to plan for things. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm sure this is all going to be in the episode. Yes, this will Some be good, left in. Good quality yes. dance behind the um, scenes. <laughs> anyway, behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, you guys are at the gates of Halftown, which aren't so much gates. Halftown isn't really a fortified city. It doesn't really have a wall. It's more like a low fence to keep, like, wild animals out. So by that, most of you could probably, like, climb or jump over it if you really tried. The, the tall ones. It's like head height wow. auric, which means it's like uh, waist upper body height for the others. Lots of things um, here are proportioned for people of auric's size. Yes, you can <laughs> immediately see that most buildings 
barely come up to your forehead <laughs> for, for oh, our no. human and warforged and elf. Oh, um, and so you can tell this is very much a city for the small folks. Uh, you can enter, however, and because of the height of the city, uh, you can see, honestly, a lot of the city. Um, it is set in these kind of gently rolling hills, but you can see quite a distance compared to a normal city. Um, you can, however, see um, a probably... You know, a fair distance away, you can see a section of the city that appears to be built in the normal proportions for humanoids. Uh, so it is designed for humans and elves and, uh, you know, dwarves on the taller side, uh, occasionally dark shadow constructs from unknown origins. If they wander in. If they wander in, which one has? Uh, so you guys can go that way if you would like. Uh, Auric, you very much know this city. This is yeah. your hometown. So you could probably lead the party wherever it is that you would need to go. Okay. Auric, have you told, like, do you kind of tell us that, like, this is your home or whatever, like, as we get here? Or, do, like, do we none yeah. of us know that this is home? No, yeah, I could. So, Auric, in the, okay, I'd like to, the, what I've been kind of thinking about as far as post-revive um, Auric is that he is kind of becoming the more of the optimist person that he kind of wished he was. He's kind of taking this this resurrection as like a real new leaf, you know, turning over an actual new leaf um, as opposed to just getting out of jail. And so he, okay, so here's the thing. Auric knows that not everyone here will be super excited to see him probably. He wasn't exactly like a model citizen, but... Um, he he is still excited to be here because he's a he's a changed man. He's got some good friends that are good influences for the most part, and they're doing the right thing. Uh, and um, so, oh, he he would have told you guys on the way here, like, yeah. So, uh, half town is is where I grew up. It's where I where I'm from. It's it's so it's so nice there. Everything there is perfect for you know. Uh, my people, we, we made it. Um, uh, it's, it's everyone's so nice. There's so many things, luxuries, just nice things there that no one else has. I've, I'm, I, I know I've mentioned fantasy Yelp, but there's more than that. Um, but yeah, uh, I just hope that the people there are going to be happy to see me. But for all I know, maybe those people have left and um, everyone's going to, it'll be a new start. So we'll see. But Either way, Oric would be happy to take you guys to an inn or someplace to rest, because in the mm -hmm. human-sized size of you know side of town, in the humanoid-sized yep. side of town, to get because <laughs> it, it, we're not in the best of shape. I will so, yeah, hey, you're the only here. one to fit in the little air buildings. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you guys see as you kind of walk past, you see this is genuinely like a very friendly town. Uh, you see a lot of. Uh, it appears this close to the gate. You see a lot of halflings and gnomes, but also a lot of goblins and kobolds here. Mm -hmm. uh, and they all do genuinely seem pretty friendly. They'll Most of them will like give you a little wave or be like, hey there, uh, as you kind of walk past. Um, you or see like a little... Whenever yeah. people are friendly, he'll be like, hi. You, you see a little goblin and, and a gnome just kind of chatting over a fence, just kind of mm -hmm. hanging out. Uh, 
as you walk by, you see like a post, and there's a bunch of pamphlets in in this little post that yes. just say Fantasy Yelp on them. If you want to grab one, Oric <laughs> um, will grab one. Yeah, Oric grabs one. Uh, you guys can grab some Fantasy Yelp packets. Yeah, they have like uh, lists of the best like reviewed Fantasy Yelp restaurants. Um, the, the so Oric will grab one and flip through it. Uh, pretty excitedly and then he stops at a page and looks a little bit he, he's like looks kind of surprised and it slowly turns to like disappointment he's like oh, the the horn talon must have it's gone down over the last couple of years i'm seeing a lot of one stars over here this is not good yeah you look you look at the uh the horn talon uh you see at least one one star review that's just like, what does horned talent even mean? <laughs> Who named this thing? Uh, but you, you see some that are like, you see that generally it the like average review that some like no mathematician has put at the top <laughs> is three stars. Um, you you do see that the uh, top review like combination in and restaurant is Green Falls in the human side of town. It's like five stars, wonderful service, great food, uh, you know, extraordinary atmosphere. Uh, it's got like a bathhouse and, you know, Auric, uh, Auric, complimentary breakfast. Auric will will see that and be, and like he'll look, a look of pride comes across his face and he's like, I was here back when that was just a startup. They've, they've come really far. Yep. <laughs> I have a question about your fantasy Yelp. Is this yes. like a voluntary thing that people do, or like as soon as they walk out of the restaurant, people are hounding them? Like, oh, no, what do you it, think? It's a voluntary thing. Although um, the restaurants or the places themselves were in, will encourage their customers to do reviews. The thing about fantasy Yelp is it's sometimes sort of the who's who of like what's going on, um, and so many places really, really want their customers to do it. But also. Since the word got out of it, there are some some Karens out there, you could say, that love to just <laughs> go places. Karens. And yes, the fantasy Karens um, love to just go places and write terrible fantasy Yelp reviews and spam them at the fantasy Yelp publishers. Um, but they're trying to get that issue under control right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you also know that, like, it is an extreme mark of pride. Yes. for businesses to be highly rated in fantasy LP here. Uh, they, they view that, like most most people starting their own business, view that as like their end goal is to be a five-star rated on fantasy LP. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, or due to this in, it's, it's actually human-sized. <laughs> um, he leads you, uh, so you enter into this inn called Green Falls. Um and you see it is just beautifully decorated um like there's there's like a little um there's a little kobold on a footstool behind the counter and he's just like howdy y'all how can i help you uh me and my friends were uh looking for a place to stay and i i remember back when when this was place was just first getting started and it's great to see how it's turned out and i was we were wondering if we could have a nice dinner and uh, I don't know where Oryx's voice has gone. Uh, a, a nice dinner and a and a, a couple rooms to stay in. Why, well, yeah, of course. Uh, that'll be uh, how many rooms do you need? How many rooms do we normally get? Like uh, five bunk with engine. 
Peter's in his sleep. Three or two. I think we usually get three. Two. Oh, because we need two because it's two of us per bed because Engie just stands in one of the rooms. But there's five of us. Two. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. She stands in the corner of my room. Yeah. Okay. Go. Uh. Two. Two rooms, please. All right. That'll be. Uh. He does a little math. Uh. And you want meals with that? You. You said you wanted dinner. Uh. So we'll get you down for that. Uh. We'll say that's about four gold, three silver, for the night. Each or total? Total for the group. Uh, okay. Oric will, will cover it. Oric will cover it. Oh, thank you so very much, Oric. It's very, very kind of you. It's the least I could do. You, I mean, you, you guys brought me back from the dead, so. <laughs> that is very true. The kobold's just like smiling there, but like his eyes are getting ever so slightly more worried as you say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, um,. You know, it is kind of nearing dinner time. If you'd like to uh, head down to the baths and wash up before uh, we that's part of your stay, part of your rooms, and then uh, we'll have the food ready probably about when you come out. Thank you. That sounds awesome. That sounds like a terrible idea for Angie. <laughs> the wood just soaks in the water. <laughs> no, you... you and you have probably, like, you have gotten wet before for various reasons. Your, for lack of a better word, skin, your, like, the wood and metal that makes up uh, you is kind of water repellent. It, it acts okay. pretty much the same as anyone else. Um, but given that you, you know, don't have any bodily functions, you don't really need to bathe. Well, unless it so wants to get the dirt you off, just so you can wash blood and or mud yeah. or whatever. We've been traveling for a while. You'll probably be, be covered in mud and blood and like blood, eos bits probably from when eos nearly died. Hey. Ashes eos. and bite like and blood. I'll join, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, you all go. Uh, you go kind of have like a little bath uh mm -hmm. like they have tons of like little like individual rooms with like magically heated water and stuff nice. like this is this is a nice place um yeah, yeah. and half town is known for its creature comforts uh ng they have a little like car wash for you <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh, <laughs> just because that's a Can really funny up? image in my head mm -hmm. um so yeah, you guys can all take a take a little bath, come out. Uh, they'll lead you. There's like a little table set out for you. Um, they'll they'll give you some like very true like traditional halfling food, which basically means uh, a lot of like fried foods yes. and like chicken fried bread. chicken chicken fried like steak. there's like five there's like five uh, courses in the meal F and fried it starts Oreos. with like oh. yeah. So it like starts with like chips and salsa, and then you get like oh, that's, this is my a, kind of <laughs> a really hearty stew, and then they have like a chicken fried steak, uh, and then they have like you know they have a salad, but it's like one of those salads that's like so drenched in dressing that you're like I don't know if this is technically healthy anymore, but it's yes. real good. And then at the end they do have like a fried Oreo, or it's re really just like a ball of like sweet sweet dough that has been fried and you eat that 
so it's like it is a phenomenal meal these these cooks are really really good and if anyone wants to talk as you kind of eat here well Oric is just devouring this he's finally having a home-cooked meal from his home and he's like this is the stuff i missed this nowhere else has this good of food like come on and so he is like he may not be talking very much this whole time because he is stuffing his face hmm. Oryx abandoned the group instead of leaving <laughs> Oryx is going to stay so while we all go well, on. <laughs> yeah. You do remember, Oryx is straight up magically compelled yeah. to do this If he thing. stays here, he would die. <laughs> is this what so. you eat all the time? Like, or all the time. Oryx's face is full of food. He goes, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Okay. I mean, it's really good. I, I'm not... It just seems like... Well, you would have a lot of when, health issues. When you run around all the time stealing stuff, it burns a lot of calories. So, that helps. <laughs> I only understood, like, three words to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, and then just... Final just question. They have alcohol here because I'm pretty sure Sean would be drunk right now if they had alcohol here you for ran. dinner. That's a good question. They, they do have alcohol. However, it's not like hard liquors for the most part. It's more like very like, like hearty ales and handcrafted beer and like all of these like hipster. You know, it, it is honestly yeah. It's very hipster. It's like oh yeah, this is a hand brewed IPA from my grandfather's farm. Uh, good old. You know, yes. Good old Henrik Underborough brewed this himself. Henrik, real good, that's real my great uncle. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah. You get the feeling that a lot of these have, like, there are a lot of like halfling families that keep track of their cousins to like the fifth cousins, mm -hmm. and <laughs> yeah. so everyone is like, oh, somehow related, but not in like you know, a weird way, like very, very, very distantly related, mm -hmm. but just because they have family trees that go back a thousand years or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. it is ridiculous the length that some of these families go. Um, so, yeah. But they let me and drink. They probably also have some, like, very nice wines. They will not let you drink alcohol at all. They, the, these halflings are pretty responsible. They, uh, they know they that will. I'm, like, six they do have super good juice. I don't know that though. I'm a kid. Super good juice. <laughs> yeah, real good juice. Not like wine. They also have very fine wine, but they also have like, you know, just really good grape juice from vineyards nearby. Nice. I want some freaking grape juice. You have some freaking grape <laughs> juice. Here, yeah, you can have phenomenal. mine. You can have <laughs> mine. I don't want it. Please. Oh, I'm drinking her grape juice too. Sean will take what he can get with the alcohol and ask for the finest of wines. <laughs> Of <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I will say um, you guys. You know what? I won't make you pay for the alcohol. I'll say that you with this stuff, you got one of those little punch cards that's like free alcohol, and <laughs> yeah. so you can just punch those. Yes. And so you can so get. So Sean's like, card is gone. Of, yeah. It's like it's like. There's uh, no card left on Sean. It's like a little scrap of paper. Just keep them coming. You know what? I like this place. Where's my fantasy Yelp card? <laughs> right. So yeah, um, so yeah, you guys have a very nice night. Um, 
you you can uh, go ahead and go to sleep and uh, wake up in the morning. The beds are nice and um, soft, I would assume. The oh, yes. the beds are so comfy. Yes. Like <laughs> this this place this inn especially just really knows comfort. Uh, mm-hmm. And you you guys the rest of you know halflings are pretty notorious for like their love of comfort and like simpler things in life, but also very fine things, especially food and drink, but also, you know, just comfort in general. And it seems that, you know, halflings are a significant portion of this town. Mm-hmm. And it seems that that kind of culture of just like comfort, take it slow, take it easy, be nice. That kind of feels pervasive for the whole community. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the halflings are that way. The kobolds are that way. The gnomes are that way. The goblins are that way. Uh, Quill, you even see like one or two Kenku pass mm-hmm. occasionally. Um, like there's, you know, anything you can think of that is under four feet tall, it's here. <laughs> um, and you you guys do see some like regular sized humanoids, mostly humans. Uh, you see a couple of orcs walking around, uh, a few el a few wood elves. Um, uh, at one point, one of you might spot like a snow elf passing through. Um, you know, just a couple, couple different things. Um, That's your nice. So you guys can take your long rest, uh, heal yeah. up, regain spell slots. Yeah. Uh, as you wake in the morning, you can decide if there's anything you want to do here in town. Um, Auric, mm-hmm. you would know that given the situation of Halftown, part of the reason it has sprung up this large area for, you know, taller humanoid species is because it is very much a trade hub. Mm-hmm. Um the halflings and you know the the inhabitants of this city are known for their like you know fine things in life they're also known to be very shrewd tradesmen mm-hmm. like halfling traders are found all over the continent um because halflings are also well known for a significant amount uh especially what are called lightfoot halflings a lot of the time lightfoot and stout halflings are two different groups basically around the kind of halfling that they act like mm-hmm. um the kind of culture they have so lightfoot halflings are ones that are just really want to travel all the time in adventure and so they tend to be traders uh versus stout halflings kind of they're they're more like farming types they don't want to shake the boat too much they just stay around farm make fine stuff uh you know share you know share fine like drinks with a light foot that comes through with a story, stuff like that. Uh, but because this be this is such a trading town, and because it is kind of in a central place between, you know, uh, the Grayland, the swamp of the Graylands to the uh, west, uh, the Ardili Forest of the Wood Elves to the east, um, you know, Lake Felinturia to the north, and then uh, Kadera and the Silver Hills and Silver Mountains to the south it is basically like a trading post for land routes mm-hmm. for all of these things. So basically anything you would like to look for, there's a chance you'll find it here. So there's precious metals and gems and stuff from the Silver Hills. There's magical spell components and such from the Greylands. There's woodworks from the Ardili Forest. There's skins and furs from uh, the North, stuff like that. So Very nice. Lit. So Oric will, uh, Oric would know where like the main markets are for these things, correct? Yes, yeah. yes. There is a humongous market district, um, mm-hmm. and so basically you can go down there 
it is kind of like an open air market. Mm-hmm. It feels very farmers markety, um, where it's just kind of like there's spaces for traveling traders to come by, and they basically like pay you know three silver for a day in that spot, and then they can sell their wares, and you can negotiate with them. So yeah, there's a bunch of these stands set up. You see some snow elves selling furs. You see some uh, hill dwarfs from the south selling. Uh, gemstones diamonds and rubies and emeralds and like these are big gems and like they're very very well cut beautiful um you see some wood elves selling like bows and arrows from the Ardili forest as well as like wooden carvings and such um and then from you see a couple of strange stands of like orcs selling herbs and strange magical substances and like unknown scales from the Greylands where all these like crazy magical components come from. Mm-hmm. Are we there already? We've made it. We're, we're in. The yeah. You district. guys have okay. made it. I'm not going to make you role play walking okay. through a street. So <laughs> this first... is about the interesting things. <laughs> yes. Shopping. The, okay. the first thing that I, just for flavor, um, as soon as we enter the market district, Auric immediately like gets an old urge just just slightly this is where he grew up this is where he grew up learning pickpocketing this market district right here um and when he first sees it he's like oh the thing that i should be doing right now is fine figuring out what i'm gonna steal but um he's he puts that urge down and he's like no i'm here with my friends this is a new thing Let's see what shopping is like without doing it dishonestly, shall we? Okay. Um, so you're gonna go shopping. Selling is fun though. Um, but Warwick would like to check no. out the the wood no, elves' bows and arrows and stuff when when he gets a chance. All right. Yeah, yeah I would so like guys, to do that as well. You guys can look around. Um, there's, you know, uh, the wood elves. Um, you guys would all know. Uh, wood elves are especially known for their woodworking because they come from this living forest, the Ardili forest, uh, and the the city of Ardili itself in the center of that forest. These bows are the most like well-made bows you've ever seen. Perfectly smooth wood, very fine waxed bowstrings, uh, and they come with a price tag to match. Um, so if you would like to buy one, they have short bows, they have long bows, they have well-made arrows, um, and they are... What sort of in-game look. advantages do they give us? So, <laughs> uh, these weapons are not innately magical. If you'd like to ask about magical weapons, you could. Mm-hmm. But just looking at the very fine weaponry they have here, um, so the cost is about twice as much. So for the short bow... You see, short bows are listed as 50 gold, and long bows are listed as 100. Mm-hmm. These are considered masterwork items, mm. uh, which isn't technically a thing in 5e, but I like it, so I'm taking it in. Which yes, means it's a Pathfinder thing, they, isn't it? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. So these weapons are extraordinarily right, light, uh, very, very difficult to break, and they give you a plus one bonus to just attack rolls, not okay. to damage, if you would if you would buy them. I'd like uh, to. And you guys... Sorry, go ahead. You guys could find in this marketplace, there's probably weapons of this type pretty much anywhere you would look. So there's like metalsmiths nearby that are maybe some, you know, mountain dwarves selling 
master but you guys do have your like mithril and adamantine weapons that you got Mm -hmm. for most of you so yeah if you want to get stuff like that you can and you can also see there's like hand crossbows as well Mm -hmm. Uh, i'd like to imagine that the wood elves also have a little uh sign on their booth that says ask me about my magic bows and so i'm gonna be like (laughs) do you guys have have magical weaponry for sale yes we do um give me one second i will pull that out for you the dm says as he pulls out another rule book (laughs) (laughs) listen i i can only have so much stuff in one book at a time everything Um, was in one book that'd be chaos it'd be thick well the player's handbook has a lot in it um no, what I'm saying. So you can see the short bow. They have a magical short bow uh, and a magical long bow for sale, and it it they are each priced. Um, the short bow is priced at a uh, hundred gold. Cause it's they're basically priced at double what the master weapon is. Ah. So it's 100 gold for the magical short bow and 200 for the magical long bow, which they are essentially just plus one weapons. If you'd mm-hmm. like to buy those. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to either get a masterwork short bow or a magical short bow, just wondering whether the upgrade to magical is worth it. Whether the 50, um, the 50 buck extra is. So uh, I, will, I will tell you all right. The main difference is you get that bonus to damage. Yeah. And if you're using the magical stuff, it will affect creatures that have resistance or immunity to non-magical damage, which might be a problem. Like, the Masterwork weapon, as fine as it is, it is, like, very well, like, very accurate, very well made. It will not, like, if you shoot a werewolf with it, it won't hurt the werewolf still. Whereas Um, the magical weapon will still hurt the werewolf, probably. This is something that Oric would know, but Jacob is asking because he's not sure. Is haggling common in these markets? Uh, absolutely. Okay. The the skill of gnomes, especially at haggling or goblins, is legendary. And so, <laughs> yes, haggling is basically like an entertainment pastime here. There are actually, I out of out of this, um, my journalism professor told me that he went to, um, I think it was someplace in the Middle East, I don't remember which country, but when he went to go buy stuff, it was considered an offense when he didn't haggle for it. They were like, what, really? what, are, you, what are you doing? And he's like, I just thought that was a fair price. And they're pretty much like, no, 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 haggling is the thing, you must do it, that is the cultural norm here. I thought that was interesting. Huh. Anyway. Um, That's crazy. The, uh, uh, so, all right. Oric will look at the magical short bow and give give a look up to the the wood elf that is selling it and say I, I, I just don't know if if the the price jump between masterwork and magical is quite worth it would w- w- would you accept this or would you accept the price for the magical short bow uh, at uh, 80 gold 90 uh, uh, what about 85? Roll a persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Please. I was waiting for it. I need to check the whole time, but... 18. 18? Mm-hmm. Deal. And Oric will shake Shakes his hand. hand. Yeah. Uh, 
Mark off 85 gold and mark a plus one short bow. Let's go. Imagine having that much gold. Imagine Listen, being a thief. You good at um, persuading? No, and I also don't have that much gold. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the magical long, longbows are expensive. Is there a magical, so is like, like, and crossbow? I'll give you, like, 15 gold uh -huh. and, like, my paperclip. You can yeah, probably... So, the <laughs> the wood elves do not have, like, crossbows or hand crossbows. Um, because crossbows and hand crossbows are partially mechanical, and that is an especially is especially a thing that gnomes love yeah. uh the gnomes love making little mechanical objects and little mechanical objects that shoot people are even better yeah. um and so do kobolds kobolds are <clears throat> you know renowned as tinkerers like if you want yeah. something unique made go to a gnome or go to a kobold or better yet <laughs> go to a gnome and a kobold so you find a stall that has a gnome and a kobold <laughs> running it What's the name of this stall? I imagine they have a, a funny name, like, you know, like, um, like a weird law firm name where it's like Blah and Blah <laughs> Partners or whatever. Yeah. Short and Shorter? Uh, Short and Shorter Partners, Attorneys at Law yes. in in Combat Weaponry Mechanical um, Things. It's, it's uh, Short and Shorter Crossbows. <laughs> uh, um, and so uh, the when you walk over there... The kobold introduces himself as short, and the gnome introduces himself as shorter. Uh, and you can see it's true. The gnome is significant. The gnome is like two feet tall, and the <laughs> kobold is probably about three feet. Like they're neither one is very tall. But and they, they have a phenomenal range of crossbows, hand crossbows, heavy crossbows, light crossbows, crossbows that look dangerous to the user as well as the person getting <laughs> shot. Everything you could think oh. of. Uh, they do also have a little sign that says, ask me about my magical crossbows. Uh, this, you can, you're starting to think this is like a norm for this market, like advertising you have magical stuff, yeah. but not like putting it out. Only, um, like only advertise the magic, that's it. Don't advertise anything so else. You know that hand crossbows, because they're so small and compact, are significantly expensive. They, they are pretty darn expensive com uh, compared to even like a shortcut. So the uh, masterwork crossbow, uh, hand crossbow, you're asking. So if you got a masterwork one, which again is a plus one to attack, not to damage, that's 100 gold. If you want a magical one, uh, they put that at 200 gold. So mm -hmm. about the same as the longbow. Because it is like a, it's a crossbow that fits in your hand and it's enchanted. True. These things require some very delicate tinkering to make. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they are far, far less common than light crossbows, heavy crossbows. Mm. Uh, and you would know that a normal hand crossbow is 75 gold. So they're not cheap. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, so I'm a haggle for that hand for the magical. How good Sean is at doing this. For the Come magic on, one. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's 200 gold right there. <laughs> oh. Do you want better? How about seventy gold, a hand <laughs> and and a manticore tail spike? Hmm. Well, uh, very tempting, but I'm not sure I can take that. Uh, you said you got a hand crossbow and a manticore tail spike there. 
Yes, I do. And 70 gold. He's wondering what their trade-in offers are then, basically. I'd say uh, I can I can give you about half of what the what the hand crossbow's worth. It's seen some heavy use. We're going to have to fix this up before we sell it again. So I'm going to say that's worth like 35. And the manicord tail spike, well, uh, I can... We can probably make something out of that. So how about uh, 120 and those two objects right there? Hmm. I'm afraid that's a no-go, my friend. I apologize. Or, can hey, Oric Sean, how much, wait, Sean, how much do you have? 76 gold. <laughs> you need 120? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to go with Orc. So, yeah, you guys... You can see that the, these guys don't want to lose the deal so much. Mm. So they're like, they can't yeah, lose you, you don't have that much, huh? Unfortunately not. So uh, what what can you offer here? Uh, make a persuasion check. <laughs> don't mind if I do. How much gold do you have? Um, 63. And just wait till you hear what I'm going to try to get. I'm going to fail. 23. Oh, but, uh, 23. Yes. <laughs> All right, all right. Shots. Well, uh... Wait, wait, what is he going to say to persuade uh, them? He just roll, randomly rolled a persuasion? Yeah, well, no, he's kind of... They're kind of, like, wanting him to come back. He's been kind of having this. They're like, all right, well... Wait a minute. Uh, and you see uh, Short, the kobold, takes the tail spike and is kind of looking at it. Yeah, yeah, I can make something out of this. Uh, and so the gnome's like... All right, all right, all right. So uh, that tail spike, uh, we can raise what we can, what we can get for it. Uh, Short seems to think he can do something pretty good with it. So, uh, all right, all right. With all of this, fine, fine. How about seventy-five gold in these two things? I'll do it. I'll do it. Hmm, let me think on that. Go for it, go for it, bro, go for it. <laughs> Just Kaylee is in the background, like, do it! Do it! <laughs> like, deal or no deal. I'm like, deal! The cool <laughs> man score tail spike. I do believe this should be a good deal. Thank you very much for your kindness. Yeah, thanks for the spike. Anytime. I can stab someone with this. Okay. <laughs> Sit in a pouch. <laughs> Make a perception check. <laughs> Me? Perception? Yes. Oh god, what'd you do? Did you just stab himself in the leg? Natural 20. You see that the, the pouch <laughs> is named... Uh, the pouch is labeled uh, that uh, that Short puts the spike into, and it is labeled specifically things to hurt people with. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, got all these like, little pouches on his belt. Yeah, and you can see a couple of others. Uh, things to not hurt people with, uh, <laughs> things to make things out of, things that might explode if mixed. <laughs> and of Simple. course, he puts them in the same pouch. Yeah. Yeah. All in the same bag. So yeah, you get a plus one hand crossbow. Um, Congratulations. So you can mark that down. Could I sell my heavy crossbow to? Yeah, you could sell a hover crossbow. Um, without without dealing too much, I'd say you can get 25 gold for it. Without having Sweet. to haggle or anything. Or maybe you do haggle, but that's the price they give you. So, general rule is if you don't want to make any checks or roleplay anything, you can sell something 
for about half of what it's worth buying it. Want mm -hmm. mm. more? No. Better, so. better deal than GameStop, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give him two five bucks. <laughs> yeah, I can give you like six silver for this. It's this is a short sword made from mithril. Alright, two silver, fine. Um <laughs> Fantasy GameStop is also at Halftown, but it's got two stars on Fantasy L. <laughs> it's got two Fantasy GameStop is not good. Yeah. There's one that's like, um, I wanted to play Dragon Chess, but they the price of it was just too high, yes. and they wouldn't take my trade-in pieces for anything. Exactly. Another <laughs> right. person's like, I I wanted to buy Heroes Folly cards, but I guess I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> Is there um, some place that we buy magical items like you know just see what they have available i'm not looking for any particular um, stand is magic you you want to look for a magic stand but... yeah i do all right yeah. you... i don't know if i can afford anything but i want to look okay look. i'm gonna look oh, anyways no. uh let me give me just a second to put this together you're one of those people they're like what can i do for you and you're like just looking yeah exactly. um well, and also don't want people to talk to me, so yeah <laughs> when you're broke is when you do that yep pretty much i do that all the time i don't know why i said i know those i do that i do yeah. that quite a bit yeah even I feel if bad. i don't know where the thing i am looking for is i'm still like no i got it and then run away <laughs> right Social interaction uh, is like none. You see a little stall that no. is labeled uh, uh, Talmax Treasures. Nice. Talmax Treasures. Talmax Treasures. And you see this little goblin sitting behind uh, with these like giant ears and this uh, mouth full of like very pointy teeth and she looks at you and she's like hi i got magic hello you looking for magic <laughs> i am looking for magic i don't know cool. what kind of magic i'm looking for but i can i just look yeah <laughs> okay this is, this is a cart on the side of a road so yeah i expect okay. people to look uh, you can look. You you can see um, all of the items are like labeled. Um, That's nice. Pretty clearly, there is a selection of healing potions, so you can buy regular healing potions for fifty gold pieces. I believe is the regular price. Um, nozzles. You can buy yeah. Okay, so you can buy regular healing potions for 50 gold, um, and you can functionally buy as many of those as you can afford. Uh, she is stocked up. You can buy, they, uh, she has three greater healing potions for 200 gold each, and she also has an assortment of other magical items. She has a bag of holding Ooh. for 150 gold. <laughs> 
a gem of brightness mm-hmm. for um, 100 gold, uh, a set of padded armor for 300 gold. Wait, how, it's magical though, right? Uh, yes, it's <laughs> it's labeled as, it is labeled as Mariner's Padded Armor. So you can ask about that if you want to know what it does. Little sign says, ask me about my Mariner's padded armor. (laughs) Uh, There is a set of pipes that are labeled pipes of haunting. uh, And they cost 300 gold pieces. Um, There is two potions of climbing that are 50 gold each. A potion of poison resistance and a potion of radiant resistance that are labeled as 75 gold each. Uh, and that's really all she has. Wait, how much was the gem of brightness? Uh, I want to say I said 100 gold. That's what I was guessing too. I think I said 100 gold. I don't remember. I didn't write that down. So I'm going to say 100 gold. Apologize to the one person listening. We don't remember anything. <laughs> Like, they play back the tape. It's not that I don't <laughs> remember anything. It's that I just listed off, like, 12 magic items and their prices. True, true. Without writing them down. Which was a mistake <laughs> on my part, I will give you. <laughs> I didn't write them down either, so... Yeah, so you, really, you're to blame. <laughs> okay. I don't want to buy them. She does. Not the DM. I'll give it's not you, my fault. I'll give you 80 gold for this gem of brightness. Wow. I wish I had it. How am I the one that lost all my money? <laughs> You're a robot. You don't really care about no. physical okay. possessions. Uh, I didn't get money to start. Didn't you spend all of your money to get your sword? Oh, yeah, that's right. True. You rented a fortune and everything. Brightness, huh? Okay, yeah. Huh? Man, 90 gem of brightness? Yeah. Lowest style go is 95. What about 90 and these berries? And I pull out the vomit berries. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to make a nature check for her to see if she knows what those are. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, that's a, like a 14. If she knows what that is, then you're screwed. You're screwed. You know, I don't think those are good berries. But... Bad berries have their uses. Yes, Roll a persuasion do. check. <laughs> Roll a persuasion. Four. You roll. <laughs> oh, God. But I can't say I have any uses for them right now because I don't sell poison. <laughs> My cousin sells poison, but I don't like him very much. <laughs> 95. And the berries. You know oh. what? I'll take the berries too. Ninety-five and the berries. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but you said you didn't want them. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah, and then I changed my mind and I said I wanted them. So ninety-five and the berries. You don't care about the berries, Alyssa. They're, they make you throw up. <laughs> I thought you were talking to the NPC, and the NPC questionably does not care about the berries either. But that was a four. <laughs> This awkward half walks up with a wolf and goes, here, do you want these terrible berries and also less money than you have listed as a price? 
There's gotta be consequences, man. <laughs> Do you want to know something? Yeah. 95, no berries. 95 and the berries. <laughs> no! Fine! I kind of want the berries now. I want to make a terrible potion. <laughs> I knew this dragonborn once. She made terrible potions. Now I went on in on that deal. Fine. Fine. Oh, boy. You lost that, like, all the... <laughs> Give me that stupid gem. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, you get a gem of brightness, which is a not insignificant magic item. What does it do? Um, it, I looked it up. Yeah, it has 50 charges. Um, it So it has three commands that you can do uh, as an action. One causes it to shed bright light for 30 feet and dim light for another 30 feet, which is helpful. Because, like, one of you has dark vision. Indeed. Is this the less of the other one who has dark vision? Uh, she has the gem that vision. makes you see in the dark. Mm -hmm. Hey, that doesn't expend a charge. Yeah, that does not expend a charge. Uh, you can expend one charge, and it fires a brilliant beam of light at one creature, which has to make a constitution saving throw or be blinded for one oh, minute. Nice. Uh, and then the third command word is... Uh, five charges and it does basically the same as the second one but it is a 30 foot cone instead of a single creature so it's basically like a blind thing. uh yeah. it does not regain charges and once all the charges are expended it becomes a non-magical gem gotcha. so okay. it could be sell back so like yeah. a neat it is a neat item but uh you know Cool. Shopping spree. Yeah, this is this is our obligatory shopping episode. I like it. This some of the scenes in this episode are my favorite of the podcast so far. So I know. <laughs> good to know that my ability like, to roll a then. shopping episode is better than my ability to make a death tragic. That's very reassuring for <laughs> no, me. No, the tragic deaths have been <laughs> the other best ones. Don't worry. Yeah. I like you who said death. Death. Well, death, death, more death and revive. You know. Which, speaking of revive, yeah. uh, Quill, you you're kind of watching your friends like haggle, and you hear just like a little, you feel like a warmth around your wrist where your holy symbol is, and you hear a little whisper just going. That's like, crazy. and I spin my head around, like trying to figure out where like that voice is coming from. Oh. There's no one behind you. There, you you have have pretty much like a little five foot ring around you where there is nobody. <laughs> well, I looked around. Now I'm really confused. Why would you um, be confused? That... You're a smart bird. You know. You know what? Oh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. My intelligence is at eleven. <laughs> oh uh -oh. no! It's your <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> That's that's what it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, like every single, like almost every episode, like Quill is a smart character. I have an intelligence of eleven. <laughs> Listen, not, wisdom is common sense, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ng um, is looking for a different magic shop because you didn't list the item he wanted. He has something specific in mind, though. He's more prepared than Melissa. Okay. <laughs> I literally made. I decided this was a shopping episode today earlier. 
<laughs> I don't know how you're prepared for it. I've been wanting this for a while, so it's not yeah. actually any criticism to anyone. But um, um, I would imagine yeah. it's probably... I'm looking for, and I'm probably not going to be able to buy it because I'm a broke boy, but I'm looking for a cloak of elven kind if I can find it. You're looking for a cloak of elven kind. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can't talk about Go ahead. So, <laughs> you're looking for a cloak of elven kind, preferably, or boots of elven kind if that fails. Go ahead and roll an investigation check to see if you can find somewhere selling those. You are not going to be able to find <laughs> a board dates at all. These are 63 gold pieces. It's okay. It's okay. I got an 18 total. The 18 total. Um, you actually find a nice little, um, <laughs> so you find a little elven stall kind of tucked out of the way. Um, and so you look at, uh, this elf, uh, the, uh, the sign is long since, like, worn off. Like, it, you can see, like, an F at the start, and then there's, like, a bunch of letters that are impossible to read, and then there's, like, a couple more letters, and then it's just Here. gone. And so the elf, like, looks at you, and they look very old, even for an elf. Like, they are visibly an aged elf, and they're like, Hello, I'm Felvin. Are you here to buy my wares? <laughs> um... Yeah, we can see the cloak already. Right, at ah. this point. You're looking at my cloak. <laughs> I have yeah, two, you know. <laughs> For the audio <laughs> listeners, Loudon is just staring bleakly into the camera like <laughs> like there's darkness or nothing in his soul. Just blank <laughs> stares. You're assuming there is something in his soul? <laughs> Ready, but he's like, yeah, I want that cloak. How much does it cost? He just keeps staring at you. Uh, I'm going to make an insight check for him. Okay. Hmm. You're something I've never seen before. That is not normal. And now Loud's tilting his head at an awkward length. <laughs> directly into the camera, not blinking, and it's honestly terrifying. They can't take this seriously. Oh, boy. <laughs> hmm. For you... A hundred and fifty gold pieces. Um. Okay, how about... <laughs> how about fifty, and I'll give you twenty darts. No. <laughs> what else okay. do you have to offer? Wooden um, man. I have darts. I have a bedroll. I have a mess kit. I have a tinderbox. I have ten torches. I have ten rations, even though I don't eat. I have a water skin, and I have fifty feet of rope. All you have. I'm imagining Angie pulling all of those things out of his like somewhat small pockets. <laughs> don't you have an extra <laughs> weapon? Please. Objects do not interest me. What else might you offer? 
I have a short sword. I hold out my normal short sword, making sure I don't show my fancy one. Hmm. <laughs> that does not interest me either. Ask him what he's interested in. <laughs> Who made you, wooden man? I don't know. That's a weird question. Hmm. Discrimination against customers. Interesting. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a chocolate shake from Runza. Ooh. <laughs> fantasy yeah, Runza does exist want in Half Town. Canon confirmed. Yeah, if I want Fantasy Runza, I can walk there myself. Are we with you? Okay, what do you want? I don't know. I don't imagine NG taking us with him. Although yeah. I do imagine Oric possibly tagging along. If someone wants he to make a perception check to spot NG talking to this strange elf, you can. Okay. Uh, that's that's not good. Oh, he's in charge. That's a nine. Yeah, no, he's I'm rolling bad. Crowd. I can't. I haven't rolled good at all. Oric got a twenty-two. <laughs> I think he found him. Yeah, Oric, you know these streets. Yeah. Uh, you can hey, see you can see Ng talking to some strange old elf. So Oric will go up to me. go up to Ng, and see what's kind of happening, and uh, be mm. like, oh, oh, "Ng, how will a cloak of elven kind help your mayoral campaign?" <laughs> um. Well, first of all, it looks fabulous, and it's true. So it. It has nothing to do with that. It's more about our various crazy things we go to. We do end up because doing a lot of crazy lot things. Mm -hmm. It makes it really easy to sneak around. Hmm. You there. Y yes. Nothing. You are not one of this town always, are you? Uh, I you have grew been up here, but places. I have been gone for a while, yeah. Yes. You have been other places in more ways than one. That... Oh, no, dude. Yeah, uh. Maybe. So... Maybe. Wooden man. You have, have not interested me yet. What can you offer that no one else can? Um, then perhaps I shall consider your offer. Um, I can murder somebody for you. I'm a pretty good assassin. <laughs> or it will like uh, elbow elbow NG and be like, "Hey, I thought we agreed that you wouldn't do this since you're running for mayor." Haha, <laughs> <laughs> funny joke. I have no need of someone else to kill for me. Okay. <laughs> That nice. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I have to offer. Um, and Sean starts to panic because he can't find Oryx, so he rolls a, a 15 to, to, to try to go find him. <laughs> yeah, you start panicking and you spot Oryx and Engie talking to this elf. And so I just, you know, just like dead, just like dead, like sprint over there. <laughs> As you walk over, the eyes, like, slowly shift over to you. Oh, hello. 
five. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> You're interesting yourself. <laughs> Only Sean can counter this guy's weirdness with more weirdness. Like <laughs> Sean's just completely oblivious to this guy's <laughs> tactics. So. Oh. Is there something mm. I can like go get you? Maybe. I don't know. I got skills, man. And they're multiplying. The right one. He, he, he uh -huh. does have mad skills. Uh -huh. <laughs> he on edge games mode. Hmm. <laughs> He's just smacking his lips over and over. How old is this guy? <laughs> old. All you know is that he is an elf, uh, which you you know uh, very well years old. can live up to a thousand years old. The oldest elf you you have heard of was like over eleven hundred years old. Um, and you know that it takes several hundred years at least for elves to start showing signs of aging, and this guy is at like visibly old. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And deranged. <laughs> Senile. <laughs> Perhaps, wooden man, your friends could help you somehow <laughs> to purchase this cloak of mine. Basically, he just what he just wants us to chip in. Like that's basically like. <laughs> well, you too. Halfling that has seen things many have not. Man who hides what he feels with laughter. <laughs> what do you have that none else can give me? You mean? Either one would do. We're on a bit of a quest of our own, but perhaps afterwards. Goddess, the item you seek, I know of it. And this but... is what you want. Hmm. Nothing. The price of a hundred and fifty gold stands otherwise. Wait. Yeah, so wait. Are not willing wait. to give. All got no items. skills. We've got to retrieve. An item. What's the item we're retrieving again? I am so sorry. Um, no, no, no. I'm asking the DM. Uh, DM, I did not tell you, nor did the high priest. Oh, okay. Uh, she didn't tell you precisely what it was. She said it was a holy relic of uh, the goddess of life. Okay. So we're trying and... to get a holy relic of the goddess of life. And this, this crazy man is like, okay, either give me a measly 150 gold or this priceless relic that you no, will die not... if you don't get. Wow. No, that is not what he was, what he was saying. saying. Oh. Uh, that might have been how you interpreted it. Uh, the the attempt was like, he knows what you're looking for. Oh, okay. But he doesn't want that. Yeah. I have no need of relics. Oh, sorry. I, I was confused. I have my own ways of things. Could, 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 could you just tell us what you want? 
My intelligence is only 15. <laughs> 15 is really high, by the way, Jacob. <laughs> well, yeah. I got an 11. Like, I'll trade. The we can trade. Hmm. What do you want? Sorry that we're not as good at, like, figuring out riddles and crap as you want us to be, but... Yeah, I'm kind of a stupid mm. robot. Wooden man. How about some of your wood? Oh, that's it? I can do that. And you two. Yes. A snip of your hair. And oh, I will give yeah. you the cloak. Like a bad idea. I'm just not holding his precious hair. Just move my hair. Just one snip. I will not need much. Maybe could we have a have a moment to discuss among ourselves? Of course. So Oric will take you guys back a f several feet out of earshot of this guy. Like, <laughs> well, this is definitely the strangest offer I I I've ever received from this place. Um, this does strike me as a thing that we would do now and get instant gratification and then later regret when some sort of Frankenstein monster that is a combination of the three of us comes and attacks us. <laughs> Um, so I don't think we should do it. That is a valid point. But on the alternative, if we're fighting a Frankenstein monster of the three of us, we're going to kick its butt because it will have no coordination. It this... has part, it's part giant, well, normal sized robot, part whatever I think Sean's human, and then yeah. part halfway. How is that going to function? However, <laughs> it would be a master assassin, master thief and master entertainer all at the same time, which would be pretty crazy. Because <laughs> it's only part of me. True. Jack of all trades and master of none. I also like the idea that Angie just straight up doesn't really know how to differentiate humanoids, so like, that was Angie being unsure if Sean was human or not. Yeah, yeah we're gonna go with that. Sorry, Nick. Human thing right there. Um... I personally Honestly, say no. That's my that's my input. But what do you guys I think? Don't know why? And what for? Like, I I'm willing to do it, but I don't expect you guys to do it because that's kind of like unfair to expect of you in case something weird does happen. But like, it's just weird. let's let's go with. Uh, oh no! I'm so terrible. Not Sam Samwise. No, Sean. that's your old character. Sorry, I am. Yeah, Sean. I know. Sean, <laughs> Let, let's go with Sean's idea first and ask what he wants to do and try to see whether he's telling the truth. If we think he's telling the truth, then maybe as long as he doesn't tell us the truth and it's I'm going to make a Frankenstein monster out of you three. Um, <laughs> I agree. But. If if we can't tell what he's whether he's telling the truth or if he won't say or if he's lying, then I say no. I agree. We can do that. Let's go talk to him. Yes. Wait. Right. We go okay. If we do this, what is the purpose? Do I need a purpose? 
We would like yes. to I will pass. not make a Frankenstein monster. <laughs> 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 Can we inside that? I know you were wondering. <laughs> Can we inside yeah, that? Yeah, you can inside that. <laughs> okay. People always okay. wonder when I ask for these things. What about a voodoo doll? Oh no, I rolled a four. Dude, I want a voodoo doll. You believe him. I love yeah. 16. Sean? 18. Uh, this guy's pretty hard to read, but you think, you're pretty sure he's not going to make a Frankenstein monster <laughs> out of all of you. He was telling the truth when he said werewolf. that. What's the okay. make a werewolf? How do you know all this stuff about this? Also, yes, that. How do you know like all panicking. this stuff about you? Well, that seems like a pretty simple question. We've experienced our own lives. You have not experienced have our li y Yes. You're not like Elon Musk who thinks this is all a simulation or anything. Or some sort of Dungeons and Dragons tabletop role-playing game being played out by, you know, people in another world. But, you know. He looks straight at Envy and goes, Have you experienced your own lives? Yo! Dude! My ass is simple. If you do not want to do this thing for me, then the price in gold is plenty fair. You said about how the why, though. We asked about the zombie, you know, monster thing, but why else? Are you implying there is no use for hair other than Frankenstein monster creatures? We're literally, literally, we want to know. Like, it's not that we're implying that that's the only thing. We just want to know. Why do you use your hair? To protect mm -hmm. my head. And does it need to be there? Yes. It, it, it is okay. okay. Are you going to make a wig out of it? Perhaps. Can I roll a separate insight check to see if he's being malicious, like his intent is evil, or no? Uh, you can roll an insight check for that, too. It's gonna okay. be really hard DC, by the way. Oh, boy. You know what? That's a 24. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, <laughs> I rolled a 19. You... You do not believe that he intends to directly harm any of you. Mm, don't like but that. But you Thank also you. don't believe that his want of this is complete, is either A, to your benefit, like he's not going to help you, which is probably pretty clear, and B, um, he doesn't want it just to have it. But you also don't think he's going to use it to harm you. Do we want okay. to, so he wants we want it for call, something. Do we want to but call it's another mini meeting? Yes, quick. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Further away than that. Yeah, we're back out of earshot again. Further away, just in case he heard us instead of reading our minds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So thinking about gonna cause us any problems, but he's definitely got a reason for this weird crap. Well, how do you think? The potential of an accidental run-in with this guy again is worth the the uh, benefits 
cost-benefit analysis is, is really what I'm trying to say. I used to be very bad at those because they would always weigh in the favor of stealing things for me. But um, in this cost-benefit analysis, is the cloak worth it to you? Um, let's put it this way. I was planning to offer my services to assassinate someone. All I have to do is give a little bit of wood to someone. For me personally, yes, but for you guys, I don't know. That's If you feel it could be a problem, then you obviously don't have to do it. I, I think I'm willing to do it if Sean is as well. Sean's poor hair. I think hair. I'm willing to see how this plays out. It does seem very, very intriguing yeah. now. Okay, well. <laughs> deal. Right. I don't so, like laughing, you know, smiling at this. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I've been smiling the whole time. This isn't out of the norm, okay? Hmm. So you have decided to agree? Well, we didn't say that to you yet, but you, you're you a good guesser. Yeah. It's good all guesser. over your face. Oh, he's one of those guys. <laughs> oh. I, you know what? And that just made it all make much more sense to me, because that's reasonable to, like, be able to things off people's faces. That's actually a thing yeah, that totally. some people are super good at and like make a living off of, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you see he looks at you. Uh, you don't have to cut your own hair. He just kind of waves his hand and little snips of hair just come off of each oh, of boy. your heads and then like a little shaving of wood. Not enough to like hurt you or anything, Angie. But, like a little shaving of wood just kind of peels off and just floats over to him and just lands in his hand. He puts it in his pocket. And then 50 gold. Okay, yeah, I get it. Oh, he got you. And then he pockets 50 gold and gives you the cloak. You have a cloak of Elvenkind now. And it's 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 a real one, right? It's not like a like a Chinatown ripoff one. It's no, like... this is a very real elf, uh, cloak of Elvenkind. Okay. All you had to do is interact with this creepy elf for 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Holy crap. Dedication. Get it. All right. I'm so talking. Oh. Shopping spree is done, I think, unless other people uh, want stuff. Will, do you have anything you would like to get? Um, but first, Will is not Auric, and Quill will try to pickpocket a few people. <laughs> Will is good at that. <laughs> okay, Why? roll a sleight of hand check for me. I am good at Because it's fun. No one is actually keeping an eye on me. Also, that is 23. Oh, God. 23? Sure. Um, let's see. You get, we'll say, nine gold by stealing from people uh, in this street. <laughs> and then I'm going to roll a perception check. These kind of innocent people. I got caught. Yeah. Maybe. No, it doesn't look like any of the halflings really notice you. But Okay, and then my chances. Um, I'm gonna make a note of this hair thing. I want to. I was going to see if they have like a shop for about like kind of like religious trinkets or like things that you can use for spells, like that kind of shop. Um, have one here because hearing the voice, like that would be my first thought is to go so... somewhere. You, there's probably not one specifically for religious spellcasters. Bless you. But 
there's definitely a ton of stalls. Uh, mostly, it appears to be like orcs. Uh, there's a couple of stalls with some lizard folk. Um, there's a stall that looks like it's run by some Yuanti. Uh, and they have a wide, wide variety of spell components from the Greylands. So if you want to look and try to buy a spell component you need for a cleric spell, you can certainly look. I want to uh, look for something... I don't know, like, so all I have... I want to look for something... Use... And I can't remember what it was. I looked it up earlier. Hang on. I'm gonna let you figure uh, this one out. I'm not. I'm not interrupting. I know what it is. Yeah, I want. I needed to look for a diamond. That's what it was. Looked it up earlier and I forgot what it was. I needed to yeah. look for a diamond use for that spell. I don't yeah, want anybody so... to know. Anybody at my party to know that I'm buying a diamond. You want it to be a surprise revive when it happens. You're I want like, it to be oh, a secret. No, they're no dead. It. Oh my gosh, Quill's got a diamond! <laughs> I don't want all of you to know that I have it, so none of y'all can guilt me into reviving somebody. Oh. See. Oh, you're gonna let someone die. Uh, Jacob, what you said is really funny, because it's like, another person dies. I, I do my, like, incredibly sad, they just died thing, you know, yes. where it's like, oh, it's so tragic. And then it's like, Oh my gosh, who has a diamond? And this other person's just dead on the ground. <laughs> Uno reverse card. Yeah, I want to try to find one or, in Like, Orc's dead, everyone's so sad, and then Sean's just like, Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so, yes, you can, you can certainly find a diamond. Uh, absolutely. Uh, as noted in the spell, the diamond has to be worth 300 gold pieces. Yeah. So you find a diamond, and because this magic exists, um, like, first of all, you guys did notice the holy symbol of Hyoth was a diamond. Because yeah, diamonds yeah. are so closely ideologically connected to resurrection spells. Because they exist in this world, which has had some effects. And you also notice as you go up to this stall, the diamonds you can buy are priced at either 300 or 500 gold pieces. Oh no! Like this is this is a very measured thing that ha is come about as a, as a result of this kind of magic existing in the world. Okay. Yeah, I want to try to buy one of the three hundred diamonds secret. Do you have three hundred gold pieces? Oh, I don't. Which is a problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I can't haggle, that's the problem. You can't haggle with something like that. Well, maybe you can, I don't know. You can try. Um, Good try. No harm in trying. can do a little ditty. You know, just a little dance. Um, I try to haggle it down to something that I can afford. What can you afford? This is out of character. I, can, I have about 100 gold pieces. That will not happen. Unless you'd like sell your soul. I also have other <laughs> skills that I can like do, but probably like... not for these people. Just yeah, I will tell you outright. Um, you can tell already by here. Uh, first of all, these diamonds are not in the open. None of the gemstones are in the open. Very clearly, they are all locked in a case. There are two burly dwarves there. 
right next to the case of diamonds. Um, uh, you can you can see like from the air from the front of the stall, like they're not being settled about it. This is clearly a warning. There's a big warhammer leaning against one of the like poles. Um, like this this is they know what these are worth. They know some people might be willing to steal them. They're not going to let that happen. And you also get the idea that because diamonds are so valuable for this reason, they're probably not going to hack. At most, they will haggle like maybe if you are incredibly persuasive, twenty-five gold off of it. As I don't a stand, have enough for one. Three hundred, like two hundred seventy-five, mm-hmm. is the cheapest you can get it if you are like charming. Uh, if you magically charm them and persuade them, like that's what you're going to get. These are I very think I have a magic culturally too okay so unless you got something really good you're probably not going to be able to get these diamonds i don't have anything really good besides like yeah i have nothing good i have like a unique set of skills but that's like not going to help me here no um is there a chance that a different vendor has one or is it this the only one that has one there's well there's probably multiple vendors that have diamonds but what I said about like the haggling is going to stay pretty consistent throughout all of them. This this okay, isn't just like a thing. This is a culturally consistent thing across the entire continent because of the results of this magic, culturally. Uh, and so you could probably find like some of them are dwarves. There may be a human stall that has some gemstones, but all of them are going to keep diamonds about the same. None of them are trying to undercut okay. the competition. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Bad capitalism right there. The thing is, I you don't, am not going to get one. Like, you could I undercut the one. competition with these diamonds, but by doing so, would that be devaluing the diamonds to the point where they are no longer useful in the revivification uh, ritual? No, no, I, I, the, the, the economy the makes sense. No, no, yeah, no. The, the, economy the, of the, the economy of the magical system makes sense. It's just when, when you think about it just as diamonds, you're like, what? But then when you're like, oh, yeah, it's like the cost of mm-hmm. bringing people back to life. It makes sense. Yeah. All right, so. Like, I put thought into this, Jacob. I know. I thought about this, Jacob. I know. <laughs> I was mostly joking about just, like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be like that'd be the only thing I'd try to go find. Cause yeah. I heard the voice in my head. <laughs> only Quill um, would say that. <laughs> that was the thing I went to go but, find because of the voice in my head. You know. And the voice in my head. Yeah. She, they. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> don't know. Uh, yeah, that'd be about it. So I wouldn't get anything. Pickpocket people. If we're ready to be done. Um, yeah. So you guys probably all congregate back into a group uh, with hey, your question. fancy new items. She has a question. Quick question. What was that old name he told me? I can't remember. Uh, it was Felwyn. 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 Okay. Fell win, more like fell lose, because he lost out on that deal. Just kidding. He probably <laughs> totally pulled one over on us. <laughs> yeah, he probably he did. Probably but just I can tell you know, in character, NG had no problems with it. Chandler was like, eh, eh, eh. NG was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing. 
He's laughing. <laughs> Listen, I got to have a lot of fun with NPCs today. You did. True, true. We got to have Anytime a lot of fun Anytime there's with a shopping too. episode, I get to do weird stuff. It's great. You go to Fantasy Sam's. <laughs> the big box store. <laughs> They're against that kind of commercial business. I mean, it is more like a farmer's market type thing or like a open. It's an open air market. It's not like I'm sure that a fantasy Sam's exists in half town. Like, don't get me wrong, but yeah, that's that it does. But that's where like the local shop. Yeah, but it's like mostly like, uh, you know, it's buying the, exactly. stuff in bulk from other halflings. And, and stuff. it's like toilet paper and whatnot. Not like, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. diamonds. <laughs> toilet paper, also a gnome invention. <laughs> Fair enough. That's canon now. Are... <laughs> I have incredible power. <laughs> so do we. I just I've been making up crap about Half Town this whole time, and you've been yeah. rolling with it, which has been so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all right here. So. Uh... So everybody has their fun new stuff. Yes. Yep. So yeah, you Except see, you. Um, uh, Kilia has just a really bright gem i guess <laughs> it's very clear mm -hmm. and it reflects the light um but it, you don't know what it does exactly uh Auric cool. has a fa fancy new short bow it looks so nice sean <laughs> has a fancy new hand crossbow uh and ng is wearing a cloak nice but it's a nice one it looks nice it's a very nice cloak. it better be <laughs> When we fight that, that, that combined Frankenstein monster, it better come in handy. <laughs> he did say he wasn't going to make a Frankenstein monster out of your hair. What if he changed his Every mind? Like, he was being genuine at that time, but then he, like, changes his mind. Like, ah, oh, maybe he I should. put the idea in his head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, from the way he was asking, he, this is, like, a thing he does regularly, because he was just like, no... I'm not going to make a Frankenstein monster out of you. Everyone asks this. <laughs> um, so yeah, Can you guys you congregate back uh, into your group with all your fancy new magic items. And uh, I assume you will head out yeah. from Halftown. Yes. We gotta, oh, yeah. we gotta move on, otherwise Oracle will die. Oh, no. uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, as usual, Auric, you feel this gentle tug to the north. Yes. And towards the item you are searching for. Indeed. These, you gotta do it. Mm-hmm. And so you guys set out from Half Town to the north. Onwards and as upwards, you, as they say. Yep. <laughs> they don't say that. As you <laughs> travel upwards towards um, victory. Pause for NG rant number five or whatever. Yeah. So you guys continue on uh, traveling north, and uh, that's where we will end, actually. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah.